I am your host, Kyle Martinez. Bahe. Yes. Welcome to Wrestling Junkie, presented to you by C Plus Studios. Let's get into the news. So, possible spoiler for Money in the Bank. Big E is looking to be the the one to win. The, the actual new day to remember to be joining the Money in the Bank match and winning the Money in the Bank match. Uh, rumor has it that he is in line to get a big push. Mr. Big E getting big push. I like that. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I've always liked him from the first get-go, especially when he was uh, CM Punk's bodyguard, if you remember that. He has a great look. He has a great, uh, you know, he's for a big man, he can move. I really think that if we can go on this route of, you know, having something different, especially with a champion, I would love to see what Big E would do as a heavyweight champion, especially the New Day. But I don't want them to split up the New Day because I would love the fact of them being all Mr. Money in the Bank and them being all the WWE champion because, I don't know, but I have to see it for myself to see if uh, Big E can uphold the, the ranks, if you will, of being a WWE champion. Tell me what you guys think. I, I think he would. I think he would be a great champion. I think he has so much charisma and charismaticness that he would take it to a whole another level. Also on the news today, the lunatic fringe Dean Ambrose was seen at the Stanley one of the Stanley Cup finals games. Looking good. Uh, they said he got he's got a new look. He's got a more of a beard an actual filled beard and he uh his hair's cut looking healthy so i'm wondering when he's going to be back but i think they're probably saving him for SummerSlam. and if that's the case i'm all for it. dean ambrose uh deserves a big entrance speaking of SummerSlam and the news today i know this is all wwe i'm sorry but rumor has it brock lesnar's next opponent i'm i'm jonesing for this one is Possibly at SummerSlam, um, what do you call it? What the what's his name? Uh, why did I forget his name? Because he likes to burn it down. Yes, rumor has it Seth Rollins will be the next one up and hopefully win the Universal Title from a Brock Lesnar. Come on, gold, gold, people. It's freaking gold. He's going to burn it down. I love saying that, especially when I hear that pop from the crowd. Um, also in the news and not just uh, uh, WWE, Colt Cabana and CM Punk hands down won the trial against the WWE doctor who was trying to say they were cursing his name and blah, 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 uh, the court. Uh, ruled in CM Punk and Colt Cabana's favor. The case is out and they are good. I heard some really bad, terrible things like, you know, CM Punk crying and and I just heard Colt Cabana's podcast, uh, him dealing with it and he documented the whole thing. Not full in detail of the, the lawsuit and stuff like that, but he documented like the day after, uh, certain days when he got out of court. You should go look that up. Uh, uh, Colt Cabana um, the Art of Wrestling podcast. It's called The Trial. Great episode. Also, um, Dominion is Friday. So when when this drops, it'll be Friday. Uh, 
It's going to be a great show if you can tune in. I don't remember this, the start time. The, the New Japan Dominion is this Friday. Also, uh, WWE exec fired. Fired after his wife uh, outed as woman behind anti-Muslim Twitter account. That That's insane. That's... that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... I you know, I think good on WWE for that one. I think good on WWE for taking it to uh, that. Uh, that's that's just insane. All right. That is it for the news. That's how we come in. Bang, pow, boom. We just drop it like it's hot. Now let's go into the topic of the day. Of Yes, you ready for this. Uh, I know you probably saw that title. And maybe you're thinking, I wonder what he's talking about. Uh, the main reason the title of this episode is called The Nitro Pokey is because, yes, we are talking about the Finger of Doom. For anybody and everybody who remembers this, hands up. If you were one of those guys who were caught up in the Monday Night Wars, you had both TVs going on in both rooms. If you had two TVs or you were taping one, you know, on VHS, uh, that's what I did. I was lucky enough to have two TVs in my house, okay? I wasn't rich or anything, but we had two TVs. We knew priorities, and that was the Monday Night Wars, you know? Nitro was in one room and Raw was in the other, and we were taping both just because we didn't want to miss anything. And this was one of those doozies where... You know, if you remember the Monday Night Wars, uh, WCW was live. And uh, the finger poke of doom was, which is is one of the most controversial uh, topics in WWE because it was meant to do something like reunite the NWO, but it was a huge slap in the face of the fans. Oh, man, and this is uh, episode 173, Monday, January 4th, 1999, after Starcade. You know, and uh, Kevin Nash won the the uh, WCW World Heavyweight Championship from Bill Goldberg. Goldberg, 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 Bill Goldberg. And honestly, you know my feelings about Bill Goldberg. I do not like him. But in this case, he was the hottest thing going on in the WCW with the look, with walking out with security guards looking so, and you know, Bill Goldberg made money. Bill Goldberg's a piece of trash in my mind. So going back and watching this doozy, Nitro kicks off with him going to jail with Miss, uh, uh, Miss Elizabeth claiming that she's being stalked by him or something of that nature and it's so goofy and profound and it's one of those things that just makes me laugh because it's so bad like if you go back and watch this he gets this is the first part of the story arc to get to uh because kevin nash and goldberg are going to have a rematch on this nitro one of the biggest rematches in nitro history it's not going to happen spoilers but they they booked it that way. This was going to be huge because Bill they 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 felt like they, Bill Goldberg got screwed over because he lost the title to Kevin Nash because Scott Hall came in after being on a hiatus for a little bit uh, and hitting him with the poke you know uh, the uh, the cattle prod and stuff like that and Goldberg selling in like and losing the title and that was his first loss losing to Kevin Nash and it was so it was so controversial that people. Like, a lot of people were turned off by it because the streak was dead. 
I, I, I've heard Eric Bischoff said it was time, but what they wanted to do was have him lose the title, have him, you know, uh, go through this redemption phase of when the NWO reunites because of this whole thing, which we're going to get to the match itself, um, was because of the fact that they, they wanted Goldberg to have an, uh, the new reunited old NWO back for him to plow through so they can build off storylines, but it just came off terrible. Come on, let's not lie. It came off terrible. Eric Bischoff, what were you thinking? I know I've listened to your podcast, uh, The 83 Weeks, which is incredible. You should go plug. I should get money for that because I'm plugging you. But 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff and Conrad, that podcast is awesome, and it makes this one look like shenanigans. But I don't care. We still have fun, right? We all have fun. Um, So... Bill Goldberg gets taken in jail and he pulls this terrible promo. Oh my God. To the cops. He's just like, I give to this town and I'm, I'm Bill Goldberg and I'm a good guy. I'm a good person and blah, 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 blah. Sus. Go watch it. Please, please. Like I said, episode 173, Monday, January 4th, 1999. Go to the WWE network if you have one or even just go to YouTube and watch this. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, but uh, during this night, you know, Ric Flair is in charge because he beat Eric Bischoff. Uh, Ric Flair was there with his entire family and talking about taking WCW back. The NWO, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of gets contradicted in the end when the finger poke of doom happens. So, and I, oh, I, I wrote some notes here that I thought was funny. So, during all this, the intro for the show... Dropped 17 minutes in. I, I don't know why I wrote that, but I thought it was hilarious at the time because I watched the entire episode just to go back of like how 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 awesome WCW was and there were some good matches, there were some really bad matches, and like the whole segment with Bill Goldberg is so stupid. They kept cutting back to the uh him in jail. And so during this night, let's get back on topic here. Uh oh my gosh. I'm I'm just so hyped and like giggly and whatnot. Um, so fast forward, Kevin Nash, after he got arrested, Kevin Nash is like, "Hey man, we have a match tonight. Come on, bro, we got a match. We got a match. What's going on?" And uh, it gets set up in the end where Hulk Hogan's gonna face Kevin Nash because they kind of got beef because Hulk Hogan said he's going into retirement, brother. He's going for the presidency, brother. Waffle, 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 waffle. Um, <laughs> it's stupid. I remember this, and you know what's so funny is I remember when Hulk Hogan said Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry, said he was retiring from the WCW and wrestling in general so he can go. Uh, run for president, and on this Nitro, he was going to announce his uh, his running mate. You know what? Oh, it's it's just so bad, and I believed it. I am an idiot. When I look back at it, I believed it. I was like, I would vote for Hulk Hogan for president, brother, because I'm such a Hollywood Hulk Hogan mark. I'm a Hogan mark. I won't. Lie. I'm not going to lie. He was, he's still the coolest thing in wrestling for me. And I really hope he gets back to the WWE because that's where he belongs. All right. So, uh, they, 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 they set off the Wolfpack eras during this time. So that's a head by Kevin Nash and 
it, it's going crazy. It, we got Goldberg stalking. Um, oh gosh, I'm sorry. I I just lost where my notes were going. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, Hulk did a, his retirement during Thanksgiving. Um, President run. Now back, so we're building up to this moment, this rematch. You know, the fans are like, oh my God, Goldberg and Kevin Nash again, but we're not going to have a BS ending, blah, blah, blah. They're actually going to fight it out. Doesn't happen that way. So Kevin Nash comes out, he stops, and then he points to the um, the entrance. And lo and behold, in a Wolfpack shirt, uh, in a Wolfpack shirt is uh, Scott Hall, Sorry about that, y'all. Some jabroni had to come and knock on my window and interrupt the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> you know what I told him? I told him, yo, look here, you jabroni. You take your excuses of bothering me and you take it and you shine it up real nice and you turn that some be sideways and you stick it straight up your bootios. No, I didn't say that. I was actually really polite, but I wanted to because we're on a roll with this baby. But back to what I was saying, Scott Hall coming out, Wolf Pack for life. And, well, you know, I going back and watch this, I remember this. I remember just being like, what's going to happen, you know? Then Hogan came, I'm like, yeah, brother, let's do this. And, you know, they these are the times when they really don't work out that well, so... You know, the match is good. You know, they're going. Then Hogan comes out. And him and Nash look at each other. The ref is out there. And uh, Hulk is like, all right, brother, let's do this. And, you know, Nash. And he's like, yeah, I'm Diesel. Oh, no. And uh, one push into the corner by Nash. And then Hogan comes up. And he brings the finger to the sky. And he literally pokes him on the chest. Nash probably took the biggest bump of his life with that. Sold it, too. The finger of doom took out Nash. Hogan looks around because he is surprised. And he covers him for one, two, three. I am not making this up. To people who are new to professional wrestling, go watch this episode of Nitro. Some people say this is the fall of WCW. I really don't think so. I think it's when David Arquette won the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I said David Arquette. Look that up, too. It's a thing. It's a thing. Oh, Vince Russo. But... In that moment, I was like, what? And then the crowd reaction. And right at that moment, you look at the monitor. And guess who's coming back, brother? Goldberg just got out of the jet, got out of the uh, police station. And uh, he rolls up. And fun fact about this is I found out that police station is right across from the stadium. So the reason why he's driving up is kind of obscure at this point. But, hey, that's professional wrestling. So he's running in, and Hogan's celebrating the NWO's back, brother, and everybody, and here comes Goldberg, Goldberg, and he comes in, and he starts spearing and kicking, and then, finally, the numbers game catches up, and Goldberg's down, 
Goldberg's down, and NWO, Buff Bagwell, and Big Papa Pump, and they're all beating him down, and this and that. Then the cattle prod comes out, and I got to tell you this. <laughs> Looking back at Goldberg selling and his work and his next to no moves, you know, like a Roman Reigns. Oh, did I say that out loud? Ah! Well, going back and looking at this, I, I, <laughs> I got to give it up to the whole cattle prod thing. Goldberg's like, oh, you know, like he's like he's taking a, you know, it's, he's like, oh, he shakes so fast and. Uh, so then they handcuff him, they're beating him down, kicking him, they rip his shirt off, and what happens, brother? They bring out the black spray paint. Oh, yeah! And they're beating him down, and they rip the back, and they write, N-W-O on his back. And the best thing about this, though, if you go back and watch this, what I really, really, really like is, that yeah, they do the N-W-O, Hogan does for life on the bottom of it. Then Big Papa Pump gets a spray, red spray can, and they're spraying his back, and then they just start tagging him. And then they start tagging his head, and at one point, I can tell Goldberg broke character, because if right when he's getting the spray paint on his head, a lot of spray paint, by the way, um, he's, he, he jerks, and he gets mad, and, he's like, and I think he probably like, hey, knock it off, or something like that, because you see his head twitch and look at Hogan, and they kind of back up. But then here comes Scott Hall with uh, the cattle prod, and then it's like, ooh, ooh, oh my God, the cattle prod! So, not and the best thing about this is it got heat, just like when the NWO formed and Hogan turned. That'll be another episode where we talk about the fabulous bash at the beach when Hogan turned into Hollywood, and the NWO was formed. But you know, I was, you know, I've heard interviews and Eric was like, the main reason they did this is because they wanted, you know, to reunite the NWO, have Goldberg lose his, his winning streak is over. Then now he has a new reformed, reunited old school NWO he can run through. But it just, just, you know, after this in 1999, WCW was kind of just in the toilet and then Vince Russo came along and it just became one of those things where, you know, the, the the Monday Night Wars were definitely coming to an end. And the fun fact about this night was Raw was still doing some tapings on this same night. Fun fact. Mankind wins the WWF. I'm going to say F just because I'm going old school. WWF championship. And the, the, the this is what's crazy about this. is uh, The announcers used to like to ruin... Um, Monday Night Raw because it'd be like, oh, they're pre-taped, so we're going to tell you every single match. That's how intense the war, the Monday Night Wars was, was like, we're going to intentionally ruin that show so you can watch us because we're live. And that's the brilliance of Eric Bischoff, in my mind. You know, it's like, we're going to stab, we're going to keep poking the bear, keep poking the Vince McMahon. And, but, uh, in the, if you look at the ratings at that time and, you know, they, so many people switched over to watch that last hour of uh, Raw to see Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack, bang, bang, win his first WWF championship. It was a, it's a beautiful moment in history. So two of the biggest things in history, in professional wrestling or sports entertainment, Vince, that 
is culminated on this one night. Oh, that's why I thought this would be such a good episode to talk about all this. And while I'm talking about it, you guys should go look it up. This ain't no joke. And the the finger poke of doom will forever go down and go to YouTube. And definitely go, go to YouTube and watch Goldberg when he's getting arrested and he's telling them, like, I help the community and I'm uh, blah, blah, blah. And just, I'm like, stop, stop, just, just, just stop. You're like, you're terrible. You, you, you're, you know, he's like, I'll take you all. This is, this is part of it. I'll take you all on. There's no force. There's no force strong enough to take me down. You, neither you or you, because there's a bunch of cops there. And he goes, but the whole lot of you can't take me in. But you know who I am. I'm, uh, you know, it's so bad. Oh my goodness. This is why I live. This is why I live, brother. This is what this is what makes me uh, happy and giddy being a wrestling junkie. And going back and watching Nitro, oh god. It it brought back so many emotional highs of me during this time and how, you know, the DX invasion and so on and so forth and what came out of this all the way up to that point. How WCW was kicking booty and went 83 weeks straight. Kicking WWE in the mouth, son. But in in all of this, you know, the, the the plan was for the NWO to come back together, but it kind of failed. And you know, this whole night and the Ric Flair promo saying we're taking WCW back, and then having it end with the NWO swarming the ring. And they they you know what's so funny is like with all of this was oh Lex Luger turns on um. Turns on Goldberg. That was funny. That, uh, that's that's a little funny spot because it's out of nowhere. I was like, oh, okay. Well, all right, all right, all right. Well, well, we're gonna just leave it there. I leave it there, I guess. So here comes to my match of the night, and it's not gonna take that much of your time. It's probably gonna be like four minutes. Is the infamous Hogan versus Nash? The finger poke of doom. And watch Nash sell that finger point to the chest, brother. And he takes that back bump so too sweet. (laughs) Well, that's the main topic in the bag. I hope you had a lot of fun with us. Now, we're coming to a part of the show. This is a new segment that I thought... Y'all were like, uh, this is my first time uh, trying it, and I wanted to try it. You guys are going to have the fun to listening to what I call, what did I call this? I'm sorry. Uh, Russo View. Rue View. The infamous Vince Russo who cannot, in, cannot, not in a sentence with bro. So here's Vince Russo. Uh, doing a review for Avengers Infinity War. 
Look here, bro. What I'm telling you, bro, is the Avengers, bro. You can't freaking believe it, bro, that the Avengers are coming together, bro. It kind of reminds me, bro, of how everyone hated me, bro. It's it's one of those things, bro, where the Avengers was WWE, bro, and Thanos was WCW, bro. So you already know his fate, bro. This is like Eric Bischoff all over again, bro. And he's not loving me. You gotta freaking believe it, bro, that I'm on a whole freaking other level, bro. And you gotta understand, bro, that the Avengers Infinity War is exactly like the Monday Night Wars, bro, that I'm responsible for, bro. You gotta understand, bro, it's all Eric Bischoff's. It's all everybody else's fault, bro. It's not my fault, bro. That's why I understand Thanos, bro. You gotta know it, bro. You understand that, bro? Do you understand that? Come on, bro. Freaking understand it, bro. <laughs> okay, well, that was a that was a doozy. Tell me what you think. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of the next movie I want to review like that, and um, it'll get better as we go. Because I do listen to a lot of Vince Russo's podcast, the brand, and you know, I just hearing him talk, just bro, 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 bro. I found it so entertaining to the point where, you know, even in 83 weeks with uh, Eric Bischoff, he says bro, and then he gets so mad at himself because he's like, oh, I said bro twice, and he's hitting his head against the table. It's freaking beautiful. But, all right, everybody, now we're into shameless plugs, shameless plugs. Go over to C Plus Studios for all your C Plus needs. And just by the way, I'm still working on the Pro Wrestling Tees store. I need to fill. It, uh, I need to finish filling out all the paper. I mean, all the computer stuff and this and that, and get some designs up there for Wrestling Junkies. So that's coming. And by the way, tomorrow on the Social Vent Reboot Podcast, they kick off season three. And as I mean them, I mean me and Phil. We got a brand new intro, uh, and we are worldwide debuting my new song, The Customer Is Wrong. I was going to put it on this podcast as like a, to kick off your weekend, um, but I, I was like, you know what? That song is so not kid-friendly or family-friendly the way I would like this show to be. I put it on the Social Vent uh, Reboot Podcast for your entertainment there's a whole new format over there that we we laid out. Um, it's freaking awesome. Go find poems and prose by Philip Magania at Amazon, baby, and you can get the sweet edition of a hard copy, baby. You can get that, and you can hold it in your hands, brother. You can hold it in your hands, brother. You feel me? You feel me? So go over there, check that out. Um, also, we have some big, big, big news coming up that we are going to announce next week two big interviews that we got that we are still geeking out about and next week we will be talking about money in the bank baby because that next sunday on father's day yay me we will see money in the bank and i am very excited we'll talk more about it next week but next week we're going to focus on every person who's won the money in the bank Every person who's cashed in and every person who uh, dropped the ball like a Baron Corbin. Um, so that'll be next week. Money in the bank. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I really am. The reason why I'm so like 
upbeat this episode because I listened to the last one. You know, you you can't miss this where I'm just riding on the Miz's coattails like freaking crazy. And I'm all, yeah, you know, I'm I'm going to sound like this. And uh, you got to understand that the Miz is uh, the Miz and he's awesome. So I'm kind of making fun of myself right now just because I went back. It's a good episode. Don't get me wrong. I still love my sexy voice. But high energy, that's what I got to deliver. That's what people want. And thank you for, uh, just thank you. Thank you in general. We'll see you next week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Wrestling Junkie Podcast brought to you by C Plus Studios and dropping every Friday. Have a good weekend, brother. The champ is